My name is Tommy Chasnoff. I am the Assistant Athletic Director of Sports Information for the University of the Cumberland and the NAIA School located in Williamsburg, Kentucky. This is my sixth season here. Before that, I was at SCAS Savannah for a year and a half and also worked at University of Tampa and Florida Southern NCAA D2 schools. Um, since coming to Cumberland, you've seen I've won three Mid-South Conference Sports Information Directors of the Year and was named the 2020 NAIA Sports Information Director of the Year. Getting a little bit more into your background, I was reading through your bio for Cumberland and I saw that you won four medals at the 2011 Paralympics. What kind of experiences did you have as a Paralympic athlete and um, how has that helped you do your job better or um, have certain types of knowledge regarding athletes and coaches? Winning those medals was great. Obviously being part of Team USA, for me, that was the third time I was a member of Team USA, obviously starting in 2011, getting to go to the World Championships, 2007, Pair of Pan, and then 2011, getting to go once again to Pair of Pan American Games. Um, winning the medals are great. Obviously, you always strive, just like these athletes in college now, to reach the pinnacle of your sport. And I was fortunate to do that. Um, two, coming home with two golds and two silvers in Mexico. And that was a great experience. It's one of the most memorable experiences um, of my career as an athlete. Now, that has helped me to, to relate with our student athletes because I know what they went through. I was a college athlete and continued my, my collegiate, my running career after college. So that allowed me to expand and give them something to relate to. From the coaching standpoint, I understand both sides of it. So getting to see perspective and why they're asking for things to do. Overall, from my perspective with sports information, I want to coverage. We want to cover the student athlete, give them the coverage that they deserve and that they're entitled to. And trying to give, whether it's track and field, football, basketball, the, the goal of uh, of the sports information director here at Cumberland is to provide equal, equitable coverage to every sport. So whether you're golf, football, whether you're golf or lacrosse, you're getting you're getting covered the same way our football team and basketball team are getting covered. So in 2020, you were elevated to assistant athletic director. What were some of the similarities and differences? in your old versus new roles at Cumberland's? Well, it was a little bit of a unique um, transition, obviously, with COVID. Um, the first year, we were dealing with a lot of the COVID situations. How do we handle it? How do we deal with postponement? For, in this new role, I'm dealing with making sure I'm doing a lot more game management, um, trying to make sure that scheduling conflicts are resolved ahead of time. If there's issues with game time, or can we move things to make it easier for the coaches, but also to make sure our staffs are, our staff is covered to make sure we have enough staff to, to be at all the events and provide the coverage that the coaches and the athletes expect is really a big role in that. Um, the other thing is for me is I've taken on a lot more responsibility and I've done this since I've been here 
with the award nomination process, whether it's players of the week or academic all-conference or academic all-American, even Coastside academic all-Americans, you're seeing those numbers rise every year for this university. And I think implementing those processes where you have one focal point of who's submitting and the coaches know what the expectation and the procedures are, and we're seeing the results. And the increase in numbers year in and year out, being able to sit there and say you're, rec- you're setting record numbers every single year, it's a testament to our student-athletes, it's a testament to our coaches, and it's a testament to the processes that we have put in place to show that what we're doing is working. You briefly mentioned being the SID of the year, most recently in 2020. What type of other accolades have you received, and um, how much does that mean to you each and every time you're recognized? It was a great honor. 2020 was a crazy year, obviously, with the spring sports getting um, canceled and the season getting cut short. Um, anytime you're recognized by your peers for the accomplishments and the work that you've done, um, both on game day but behind the scenes, because those guys know what goes on behind the scenes, it's, it's a tremendous success and it's a tremendous honor for me. We have also been very fortunate to receive numerous NAIA publication awards. Like past season, we won the Gary Spittler Publication Award for the overall department with the most with the most uh, publication awards in the different categories. That's a testament to my staff. They continue to come in to raise the bar. It's not just my work; it's the work of my staff. Letting them let them do what they need to do. And I think as a supervisor, the best thing I can do is give them the tools and give them the space to show to show their ability to showcase their ability. And when they can do that and they can do it at a high level, it helps promote the teams, it helps promote our student athletes, and it's great for them to get the recognition that they deserve. And that's been a tremendous success for me. And that's more important to me than any of the accolades that I'm that I've received. You've worked some major NIA um, events, such as NAI Swimming and Diving Championship and the NAI uh, Lacrosse Invite multiple times. Um, what is it like working some of the biggest events in, in NAI athletics? You know, I've been very fortunate. I've been asked to be the media coordinator for, I think, 10 national championships in my career. Um, I'm scheduled to do four to do three more this this year coming up. Um, to me, it's a wonderful accomplishment. To it's a testament to what people think of my ability. For me, it's also great that we can publish that we can promote the student athletes who reach the pinnacle of their sport. Every year, these athletes are striving to win that national title, and when they get to nationals, we want to make sure they have a great experience there. And if whatever I can do to help in, to help enhance their experience with promotion, uh, social media coverage, anything like that that we can do to help, to also help the other SIDs who don't get to travel as much, is a great testament to the NAIA and what they do as an organization. Within COSIDA, you serve on the NAIA SIDA committee as well as the Diversity Inclusion Committee. What are your favorite parts of serving on uh, both of those boards? 
Well, you know, I'm also vice chair of the membership recognition committee. So that's been a great accomplishment. That's been a great service for me to be able to recognize my colleagues and my peers. Um, obviously, once a year with the Society of Recognition Week, but now we're trying to expand that committee to promote the SIDs in our profession all year round. So I think that's a key component. I think COSIDA has been a tremendous organization that has provided young professionals a great opportunity to network and be involved and experience some things that they might not get to experience at, the, at their specific school and have some resources that you don't get to have at the school. Um, so anytime I get a chance to be involved, I want to be involved. I really enjoy this organization. I've been taught, I've had some great mentors. Um, you know, the very first year we had the mentorship program, I was very fortunate that I got partnered with Doug Vance, Um, and he really helped show me a lot. Um, so now I'm trying to help bring the next generation of young professionals and help them get involved in this organization and show them why it's so important that they're able to do that. Going back to your time at University of Tampa and um, Florida Southern, um, what are some differences in what you did back then versus what you do now? You know, the unique part about both of those experiences for me was I was just an intern for both of them. I was an intern that was working at Florida Southern. I was an intern that was working part-time, still getting to cover all the sports that we do now. Um, Tampa, I was, I was primarily covering men's and women's lacrosse only. So they were very different experiences. It took me from when I graduated college in 2009, it took me to 2015 to get my first head job and first full-time job in this profession. So it was a lot of struggle, a lot of challenges to, is this really what I want to be doing as a profession? You know, how do I get my foot in the door? And I think that's a struggle that a lot of young professionals, a lot of students in college are facing that challenge right now. Of how do you get your foot in the door? I knew this was something that I really wanted to do. So to me, the best thing was somehow stay involved. So Tampa, Florida Southern was great because it taught me a lot of ropes. Um, I had some great mentors at, Tampa, at Florida Southern. And then when I left Florida Southern, Tampa gave me an opportunity to keep my foot in this profession. And so that opened up the door to when I finally got that full-time job at SCAD. It really, it really propelled my professional career. I've always felt like I knew I belonged in this profession. It's just, when are you going to get that opportunity and taking advantage of the opportunity when you get it? Um, the big difference is for me, you know, obviously as an intern, you're low man on the tolling pole. You're trying to learn a lot, trying to figure out the ropes when I was at those places. Now I'm the supervisor of a department. And people are looking at me to be the guy who's leading them and mentoring them and helping, helping my colleagues, whether it's within this department or in the conference, trying to get them to get better every day. And that's something that I pride myself on. You know, it's great to me when I see my GAs or my assistants go off and leave, leave Cumberlands, but they're leaving to go to a different job because they're elevating their career. 
And, and if we can continue to promote this as a profession, I think it's going to make the profession strong moving forward. And if you had one piece of advice to give young professionals in this industry, what would you tell them? The best advice I can give them is don't give up and to keep trying. Um, you know, I just mentioned my road was not an easy road to get to where I'm at. And, and I don't think a lot of people realize that. Um, I don't know, you know, I having a disability, having a physical disability sometimes can serve as a negative, but I've never let it serve as a negative. It's always what I can do instead of what I can't do. And if someone tells me that there's something that I can't do, I'm going to find a way to make it happen. No matter what happened, it's going to, I'm going to show a way. It might take me a little bit longer to get there, but I'm going to find a way to make it happen. Um, the other thing is keep pushing yourself to learn more skills and become more versatile. For me, when I started at Florida Southern, I remember the first thing they said to me was, you're going to cover lacrosse. It's a sport I never covered. I never played lacrosse and never knew anything about it. But I did the research, learned about it. And now I'm covering national championships at the NAIA level and have been for the last several years. You know, those little things that you never know what's going to help you elevate you to that next step. And so now if you can keep up with the trends, keep up with the projection, you don't know what's going to what's going to open that door, but the more you try and the more versatile you are, the more opportunities are going to come open. All right. Well, thank you for your time, Tommy. Appreciate it.